listening to the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. Now everyone gather around and listen to one of Hamilton's best podcasts. No research to back this up. Your host, Michael Gillespie. You heard that right. Gillespie. That's 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 the main thing we we're focusing on in this first couple minutes. Gillespie. Right? There's a G. There's a G in the front and it small it's sm- it rolls down the tongue like a natural person, right? So why why are these telemarketers hit me up with the Gillespie? Like that's how they that's how they introduced is Mr. Gillespie there. And this I'm like, "No, I don't know nobody named Mr. Gillespie." You are talking to Mr. Gillespie. Is that who you're referring to? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I'm referring to. I'm like, oh, so you don't messed up my name and all that. So now my attention span has gotten even smaller, and I'm not even really paying attention to you. My job now is to waste your time. I'm wasting your time because you, 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 you failed at your job. You didn't do your research at all. Gillespie? Really? Gillespie sounds like a G. Gillespie sounds like a J. And I don't know what the heck they did in the middle of it. Gillespie? Gillespie? I don't know. But Gillespie, G, makes the G sound. Like G-O-T. G-Reef. G-O-L-G-O-L. <laughs> Giggles. But they hit me with the J. Jelly. Jukebox. Jump. You, you, you hear the difference. I, I know the difference. But these telemarketers are not. So when they do that, when they initially do that, I am wasting your time. And most of these are refinances, uh, cars, uh, uh, the, the house, um, you know, uh, solar panels on the top of the roof. They're all just trying to just sell me stuff. And I'm going to be I'm going to bite like I'm going to bite, nibble, get you think I'm interested. Like, well, Mr. Gillespie. What's your credit score? My credit score is this number. And it's great. It's like, well, I agree. It is great. Like, well, would you like to have an extra 10000 in your bank account? I said, absolutely, sir. Wouldn't you like to have an extra $10,000 in your bank account? They're like, well, yeah, I would. And they're like, well, uh, is this a, you know, what kind of loan you got? Well, I'm, you know, I'm a veteran. So I have a veteran's loan. I'm like, oh, well, that's great. We have great veteran benefits for you. I'm like, this is great. I, I can't believe I'm, I'm so thankful you called because I'm so interested in what you guys They're like, really? Well, guess what? I got a banger on the other line. And as soon as you say yes, we will patch you through. I said, heck, you know, that's phone calls from Mr. Gillespie. I'm Mr. Gillespie, Gillespie, and uh, goodbye. Click and I hang up. You have you didn't do your research, sir. And and what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do when you don't do your research? And then all I have to do is waste your time because you did this to me. And then here's the funny thing: sometimes they call back and you're like, "Well, we had a bad disconnect. We had a bad connection, Mister Gillespie." I said, "You did it again." Click. Okay, that is. No, I'm going to waste your time because you didn't do your research and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's the reason why I do that. You know, if you can't do my, if you can't get the name right, then you've already lost. You have already lost the battle and you're not getting nothing from me. I mean, you, it better be something good. Like we're selling steaks. I'm like, oh, I like a steak. I like a nice, juicy steak. I cook a steak now that you might get me through the door. But then when I see the price, I'm like, no, nah, get out of here. I'm cheap. No, I ain't doing all that. 
So, <laughs> Gillespie, people. That's all it is. It's not hard. It's Gillespie. I don't know what that. I don't even know what that is. I, I would love to meet someone that says, "Hey, my name is Mike. My name's uh, Mohinda Gillespie." I'm like, "Wow, there's actually a Gillespie out here. My name's Michael Gillespie. I've been called Gillespie like all my life. Nice to meet you." <laughs> so, all right. So that. <laughs> That's a little intro for you. We also have another uh, intro, so to speak. We're playing everybody's favorite game, Were They a Good Employee? All right. First and foremost, uh, I got a new chair. <laughs> so that's why you might be hearing that uh, hiss back, that hiss, that feedback noise, because I got a new chair. My wife bought me a new chair for the studio and uh, gets me higher, uh, closer to the microphone, actually, like uh, like headshot. Like normally I have the microphone down, that, you know, down so I, you know, talk to it and all that. But now that this chair sets me up, I'm more ear level to the microphone. So that's why you heard that. Anyway, uh, we're talking about a server who recently departed the culinary department at my location. Um, Her name was Riley. Riley was brought in roughly over a year ago, and she was a server, and she's playing. Was she a good employee? Simple as that, right? We've had people play in the past. Uh, I don't think none of them are non-hireable, so we just asked four questions, four simple questions. Did they do their job? Were they good at their job? Some key moments, and are they rehirable? So without further ado, let's get into it. Question one. Did they do their job? You would figure this would be an easy question. You come to work, you clock in, you do your job. You'd be surprised when people clock in and don't do their job and disappear. This one is easy because Riley was one that I could absolutely, and I mean that wholeheartedly, absolutely depend on. So, this one's one's a no-brainer to me. Did they do their job? Absolutely. She did such a great job. She went to other locations to do the job. See what I did there? Other locations. You're welcome. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. She did, it. she did her job. There was, there was no question about that. She did her daggone job. Simple, easy, lemon squeezy, apple pie. She did her job. So, we're on question number two. <clears throat> now, was this one's a good one? Were they good at their job? So, as a server, she did a good job. She did. She did actually do a good job. I mean, there was no question about the job that they did. It was never a cell phone issue with her. Never. It was always get the job done, get the job done, get the job done. Now, was there times? When she was working with her best friend Jalen That they start tripping, laughing, goofing around Yes Yes But they're young people And that's what young people do When they're when they around their best friends And they co-workers that are best friends They like to laugh and goof around and all that stuff That's, that's, that's a gimme, right? But did she do a good job? I mean, come on I mean, this is, this, is, this is If I don't have to work If I don't have to think about this like it just naturally comes off the roll of the tongue. Like what did they were they good at their job? I mean, it's a no-brainer. Right? 
right? Yes, she did a good job. She did such a good job. She was like inches away from promotion. What happened to that promotion? I don't know, Chico. I don't know. I get. I, I'm not gonna go into that right now. <laughs> but was she good at her job? Absolutely. She was. She was good at her job. So that's two for two. She's batting a thousand. I mean, as expected. So the next question, the next question, or it's not a question. It's a comment or whatever. It is Michael. What were some of the key moments in Riley's career in the culinary department? Well, one thing about Riley is that she likes to have debates all the time. Debate, 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 debate. Everything. Everything. It was like, well, the sky's blue. It was like, well, I think it's kind of a lemony green color. Like, what? 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 Like always, always, it was always a debate about something. One of the one of the debates I do remember, she's like, uh, she said, Michael, do you like Chris Hemsworth? So yeah, I like Thor. Well, then you're attracted to Thor. Like, wait a minute, I'm not attracted to Thor. I like him as Thor. Do I watch any of his other movies? Absolutely not. Yeah, I didn't know he was in Men in Black till like I, I did some research. Okay, oh, he was in Men in Black. How good did that movie do? It didn't do well. There was one time where her and her best friend Jalen were mad at me for something. Don't remember. And they were doing the whole high school giggles things. That that annoys the <laughs> secret. Giggling like just. That's type of. This is annoying. They were mad at me about something with the schedule. And then they were like doing this whole little laugh thing. I just. Duh, bleh, bothers me. So. They were doing it on purpose in my opinion. But either way. And another here's another key moment that used to crack me up. Well, in hindsight, it cracks me up. After work, we would sit there and we have these deep conversations for like 30 to 45 minutes after work. Just sitting there talking, you know, like, this girl, you know, she's smart. She's like, you know, she's she's educated. She's smart. I come look at the clock. I'm like, uh, did you clock out? She's like, no I said you've been milking me this whole time You need to get your butt off this clock She said well we were done rolling silverware And we just got in this conversation I said I know But you need to clock out I can't believe you did this You did this on purpose She's like no I didn't I'm like, Oh okay Okay Clock out go home <laughs> So overall key moments like that Yeah funny at the time Funny in hindsight not the time, but overall, that those those that's not those are not bad key moments, right? So again, was our key moments good ones or bad ones? You know, it was already good. Three for three. Why can't we keep employees like this? I don't understand. Well, yeah, I do understand. Uh, so three for three key moments. They're all good. So the last question that I ask: Are they rehirable, Michael? Oh, were you trying to ask, say would I rehire her? You, you already know. Why would I rehire somebody that comes to work, does her job, 
does it efficiently. I don't got to watch what they're doing. That's a, that's a dumb question to ask, Michael. I said, I agree, Michael. That is a dumb question. I can't believe that. Now, are, were, are, would you rehire Riley? Absolutely not. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I would, I'm just kidding. Yes, I would. <laughs> Although, turn the music off. Uh, although her last week she played me she played me hard for some bruise but i told her i wouldn't get into that i promised her i wouldn't get into that on the, on the episode so overall she's rehirable um all jokes aside everything done uh thank you thank you for everything you did for us for the culinary department you were you were good i even bought you nbc's nothing but cakes you know what i'm saying them, them that's some good guys. It, this is not a sponsor. If you got a chance to go get nothing bunt cakes, go get you a nothing bunt cake. Them things is delicious. Uh, no, all jokes aside, um, Riley, you were good. You were a great employee, and, you know, and I told you before. You know what I said. I'm not going to repeat it, but you know what I said. Um, wish you nothing but the best. Do you know? Do what you got to do. Quit being all self confident. You know, be confident in what you're doing. Confidence takes you a long way. Even if you don't know what you're doing, if you look confident in doing it, people are like, yes, you know what she's doing. You know how many times it's like I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And then eventually it works out. And confidence. Confidence is the key to success. Even if you don't know what you're doing, fake it till you make it. Ain't that what they say? So this episode is about um so I'm a little personal to me, not serious, but personal to me. Um, my favorite football club, and I, when I say football, I mean soccer for us American fans, is Everton. Everton Football Club is in crisis mode yet again. Um, as of this recording, they are 19th out of 20 in the English Premier League. Now, if you are 20, 19, or 18, you get relegated. Relegation means you go to a lower division and your money's cut and your players be like, well, I was getting this in the Premier League. Why would I stay? They leave, depending on who they are, most, some, all. And then, you know, you're not on the Premier League making that Premier League money, making championship money. And uh, basically, your life stinks as that. Now, here in America... We don't have nothing like that. We don't have nothing like that at all. There's no such thing as promotion, relegation in none of our sports. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey, badminton. If we play that dodgeball, I wish we played that. But uh, yeah, if your team wants to tank a whole year, there is no penalty to it. That's what drives me nuts about American sports. If you, if well, your team's like, well, there's this good recruit coming out of college or there's good recruits coming out of high school if you play bas- if you like basketball, and uh, we're going to tank the whole year just to get this one player, and you're not even guaranteed to get it. Just 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 one of the things that with English football you can't do that. You can't even fake it. You can't even do that, or you get relegated. And when relegation happens, it destroys. But it tends to destroy your whole club now Everton themselves have never let me repeat never been relegated before and I jumped on I jumped on Everton around 2009 2010 uh, when I found out that Landon Donovan one of the greatest uh 
American soccer slash football players started to play for Everton. So I started watching Everton play, and I noticed Tim Howard, one of the greatest American uh, goalies to play the sport, was also on the team. So I'm like, okay. So two of the greatest Americans play on Everton. They wear blue jerseys. I'm like, yo, it's my team. This is the team I'm going to support for the foreseeable future. Now, when I first started, I was like, yeah, I like I like Everton, but I also like Arsenal too. I like the name, the Gunners. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then another thing that I like, when they score, they have these big old flags, and the flags just come up because Arsenal was scoring all the time. Something we don't do at Everton right? <laughs> as of right now. But uh, so, yeah, but that's faded away. I am 100% an Everton fan. And uh, last year, we were in a, also in a relegation battle. Uh, we had uh, hired Frank Lampart, who is a Chelsea player from the past. And he was our coach. And he wasn't. He just stinked. Okay. Um, the thing with Everton <laughs> that's bad for Everton is we don't have consistency. We've had so many coaches since I've been watching. Or I'm sorry. Managers. Managers. Since I've been watching. uh We've gone through so many. Rafael Benitez, uh, uh, David Moyes. Oh, my gosh. So many. Uh, Frank Lampert. I can't think of uh, uh, the, the actual. Um, shoot. There's so many managers we've gone through that it's, it's just. It's painful. And we've spent so much money and just none of them. Is, none of them. Nothing has panned out. And that's why we're in a relegation battle. Again, now last year, again, we were in a relegation battle. We played a game against Crystal Palace at Goodison Park, the home stadium of Everton, and we won. And that was made, kept us safe last year. And we finished 16th last year. Not respectable. I mean, as, as long as we're safe. Again, Everton has never been relegated ever. We, we are synonymous with premier soccer, with top-tier soccer. And as of as of this recording, we're nineteenth, with six wins, eleven ties, and seventeen losses. And as that sounds terrible, that gives us twenty nine points. Now you get three points for winning, and one point for a tie. And the last five games has been tie, lose, tie, lose, lose. That sounds terrible, but there's worse. So right now we are standing nineteenth. We play tomorrow against uh, Brighton Albion. At wherever the heck they are at, at their home stadium. We lost to them earlier this year, four to one. But guess what? Okay, we're going to tie them. <laughs> this is what I say you have to put it in the air, put it in the ether. We're going to tie Brighton Albion. And we're going to beat Man City when they come to Goodison Park next week, right? That's, that's what I'm saying right now. After our last, I know, I know it sounds crazy. Our last four games, tie Brighton Albion, beat Man City, tie Wolves, and beat Bournemouth. That's our last four games. And they're they're high up there. Brighton is seventh. Man City is first. I know what you're thinking. Mike, you're just trying to will it. You darn right I am. Okay, listen. We tied Manchester City before. We're gonna be. We're gonna have those those flares ready, those blue flares ready outside the stadium, and we're gonna scare them, <laughs> and we're gonna beat them at Goodison Park. That should make us safe, right? That's four points right there. 
Okay. You may be like, well, what about the other teams? Up above us, Nottingham Forest has 30 points, which is one point better than us, but they stink. Their last five has been lose, win, lose, lose, lose. And they play Southampton, which is the last team, last place team in the Premier League. Then they got Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. All those games are hard games to win. Again, I'm willing it in there. I'm not giving any chance for these teams to win. I'm, I'm not putting it in the air. And then we got Leeds United, who's in 17th place, but they also have 30 points. And they, when they, they call it, they got one game in hand. They, they, they only have three left, right? And they, they, don't, they don't have it easy either. They got to play Newcastle, which is in third. West Ham, who's now upsurging, they're 15th. And Tottenham, who's in sixth place. So every, every team they play, they tie-tie loss, right? So we have an opportunity to gain some freaking points. <laughs> Please. So they're in 17th place with 30 points. And then the last team, uh, La- uh, Lancaster City, they're in 16th place. They have four games left. They got to play Fulham, which is 10th place, Liverpool, which is in 5th place, Newcastle's in 3rd, and West Ham, who is surging, is in 15th place. Their last five has been tie, tie, win, lose, lose. So does Everton have the chance? Yes. Are we going to get relegated? No. We're not getting relegated. I'm, I don't care. I don't care where we're at right now. There's no way. There's no way Everton gets rele- relegated. There's just, it's not possible. It's not, okay? I'm, I'm saying it as an Everton fan, as a soccer fan. I can't imagine Everton be playing in the championship or the, the league below the Premier League. It's not going to happen. We're going to win two of our last four games. I mean, go back to it. Brighton Albion. That's a possibility. All right, I'm wishing that. We're probably going to. Nope. Mm-mm. I was going to say it. We're going to tie them. We're going to beat Man City. We're going to tie the Wolves. And we're going to beat Bournemouth. Bournemouth is in 14th place right now. They can't go high. There's nothing up. They can't get nothing higher. You know, if they go win a couple games, who cares? They're still in the Premier League. They ain't going to lose that many. They're still in the Premier League, right? We're gonna, they're going to be like, yeah, we see everything you guys struggling. We're going to let you win, right? That's what's going to happen, okay? We're not getting, we're not, we're not getting relegated, okay? That's what you say. If anything you take from this, Put it in the air, put it in the ethos, and will it. That's what I'm saying. So, um, with that being said, tomorrow's a game with Brian Albion. We're going to beat them in in their stadium, and that's going to help us out. If we win, we're automatically out of the top, bottom three. We're not we're not going to get relegated. Okay, so that's that's one of the things that's going to happen. And I'm willing it to happen. So, with that being said, we're going to play a song specifically for Everton called Spirit of the Blues. And we're going to end the show on a high note because we're not losing tomorrow. With that being said, I'm your host, Michael Gillespie. And I'm out, Boy Scout. Peace. Peace.